Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. Welcome to the show and a steamy Wednesday Eve to you. Before we get things started, I need two contestants to play Millennial Match Game right now. Two of yous. Call 404-872-0750. 404-872-0750. I need two contestants to play Millennial Match Game. We'll get that kicked off in just a second. We got a really big show tonight. Deb Green, producer of the Mark Aram Show. Uh, Johnny Kilboss will join us with a fast food review. We obviously have to talk about the phone transcript released. The whistleblower report was released. We'll we'll dive deep into that. Uh, we're going to eat some Coke and peanuts. Deb Green actually brought in. Got him here for you. Yes, good job. She I need a bottle in. opener though. Um, There's got to be one. I, I think Alex Williams is the type of guy that has one on his keychain. Okay. You know one. those guys? Of course. Oh, Charlie Jason does. Byers has one. You can't do it with the lighter? I don't know. I don't have a lighter either. Chuck, Chuck, do you have a uh, can open on your keychain? He's he's pretending to screen calls. Uh, Chuck will probably have a Swiss Army now. We'll get him open. But yeah, I've never had the uh, peanuts in the Coca-Cola bottle that we talked about last night on the show. So we're going to do that. All right, but we're going to kick off a Millennial Match Game having some fun on a Wednesday. Joining us in studio uh, from the digital desk, the champion of Millennial Match Game, our friend and yours, Randy Okre. Hello, Randy. Hey, Markster. Happy Wednesday. You're looking uber cute right now. You get know, that. it is Woman Crush Wednesday, so I did this for is you. Is that what you did? All right, fantastic. Yeah. By the way, I will uh, post a picture of, of uh, Randy on my Instagram if you're curious to see how cute she looks today uh, on Instagram. It's at Mark Aram. All right, uh, Millennial Match Game brought to you by Rocco's European Garage. You're not going to be happy with tonight's uh, category, Millennial uh, Randy. It's commercial taglines. What? So I'm going to say a commercial tagline, and you're going to have to say what product it is. This is this is not cow. I'm going to say, for example, have a Coke and a smile. What? Coke. Coke. All right, so that's basically what it is. You got it? Okay. All right, it'll be a fun. It'll be fun. I, these are These are kind of tough. We're good. We'll, we'll use the, Chuck does have a bottle opener. We'll do it later. Later in the show, we're going to drink Coke and peanuts. All right, uh, <laughs> let's meet our contestants on the phone. Uh, Rishi's in Alpharetta. Hello, Rishi. Hey, how are you? Am I pronouncing that right? You are. All right, tell, us a, little, right. tell us a little bit about yourself, Rishi. Um, I am a father of two, hardworking. Uh, they keep us extremely busy. Um. Probably calling in for the first time ever for oh. um, any kind of contest. Excellent. All right. Probably, probably the worst pop quiz person ever. That's so. okay. That's the BB uh, Millennial Match Game. So well, you don't need to know the answers. You just have to guess whether or not the millennial know the answers. So you could do you could do well in this game, uh, Rishi. You're going to be taking on Cricket and Swanee. Hello, Cricket. How are you, sir? Excellent. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Um. Let's see. I am 56. I am a teacher. And I'm about, I'm, we are expecting our first grandbaby. Oh, congratulations. That's fantastic. All right. Uh, we got Rishi and Cricket playing Millennial Match Game. Let's hit that, Jason Byers. Let's play Millennial Match Game. Millennial Match Game. Uh, heard every Monday and Wednesday on the Mark Aram Show. Brought to you by Rocco's European Garage. Again, uh, it's the commercial tagline edition of Millennial Match Game. So I'm going to tell Millennial Randy a commercial tagline. And Rishi and Cricket, you don't need to know the answer. You just have to guess whether or not the millennial will know the answer. When in doubt, the millennial does not know. All right, here is uh, Cricket. You're going to go first. We always have ladies first here. The tagline uh, is... 
Take me away. Take me away. Will Millennial Randy know what product had the famous tagline back in the day of Take me away? Uh, yes. You say yes, Millennial Randy. Cricket, wait Take a minute. Take me away. <laughs> Okay, so this you didn't something like how old are these little commercials? This is, this is at least seventies, maybe even earlier. What? Yeah, this take is a, me away. Oh. Yeah. So it sounds like yeah, a, into the eighties. Into the eighties. This but, is in the eighties. Okay, I was around, sorta. Yeah. Or thought about. Take me uh, away. What kind of a product would say? Take. take but it me sounds away. like a cruise, yes. like a vacation. Well, close, close. Keep going. Uh, take take me away. Oh, um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Virgin Islands. Virgin Airlines. Islands. No, it's uh, it's Calgon. What is that? It's a detergent. Let me, I'll play you. Oh, my God. Calgon, take me away. It's a detergent. It's like a bubble bath. take me away. No, I think it's a detergent, right? No, it's a bubble bath. Oh, see, I should get that. You don't get that, no. But but Cricket doesn't get the point. I thought Calgon was like a... No. It's like a, what women would take a bath in. Really? Yes. I'm going to fact check that. I always thought it was a detergent. It, I, I would have gotten right. that one. It is? She, it's a bubble bath? All right. There you go. All right, Rishi, you can uh, you can take the lead here. Commercial tagline edition of Millennial Match Game. The uh, catchphrase, the tagline is Mountain Grown. And I'm saying that with an accent. Mountain Grown. Will Millennial Randy oh. know what product had that tagline? Yes. Wow, all right. Both of you ignoring my advice. When in doubt, the millennial doesn't know. When, uh, millennial Randy, mountain grown. What? What is What is this? Okay. What is grown on mountains? Nah, you tried to trick me no, no, last no. time. No. <laughs> I'm being mountain serious. Grown. Mountain grown. Is it grown. like... Okay, so it's, it's not in the United States, maybe because there's like an accent. Correct, yeah. Um, mountain mount, grown. I think, I think about like coffee or something. Hey! I'm going to give it to her. Yeah, I'm going to give it to her. <laughs> Ready. My, where's my bell? There we go. Hold on. I'll play it for you. Mountain grown. The richest, most aromatic kind of coffee. It's Folgers coffee. But I'll give you flavor. coffee. That's good enough. That was okay. definitely close enough. We're going to give you... Po- All right. Good job, Cricket. I never would have thought that. That was uh, Rishi. That was... Oh, that was Rishi. I'm sorry. Rishi gets the point. That's why Debs keep score. That's why you don't keep score. All right. Cricket, you're up there. Uh, the uh, tagline is, the best a man can get. The best a man can get. Will Millennial Randy know what product that's for? The best a man can get. Well, I'm going to learn from my past mistakes and say no. I'm with you on this. Uh, this is pretty recent, though. The best a man can get, Randy Millennial. What do you okay, think? Okay, the best a man can get. Okay, yeah. other than, you know, a hot date. But let's see. Um, maybe something to do with, like, shaving. No, the best a man can get. No, what, what's the best a man can get? Oh, is it a, a alcohol, like a liquor? Alcohol. Yep. Gillette, oh, you God had it. You were it. right there. You were right there. All right, Cricket gets the point after one round. What's the score, Deb Green? We got Rishi one, Cricket one. Deb Doug, round two of Millennial Match Game continues. Deb Green, what's the score? One one, and it's Rishi's turn. Rishi's turn. Millennial Match Game brought to you by Rocco's European Garage. Commercial taglines. Rishi, will Millennial Randy know what product had the tagline? Milk chocolate melts in your mouth, not in your hands. That's a definite yeah. I think so, too. Randy, milk chocolate melts in your mouth, not in your hands. Hershey's kisses. No. <laughs> Come on. Hershey's melting your hands. I will tell you, Hershey's kisses will melt in your hands. They 100% will. M&M's do not melt in. Oh, my God. Tomato, tomato. So we're not going to give you a point on that one. All right. Cricket's up. The commercial tagline is... 
You're soaking in it. You're soaking in it. Will Millennial Randy know what tagline that is for? You're soaking no. in it. You say no, I agree. Randy, you're soaking I, in it. What are you soaking in? Like a rain jacket? A raincoat? <laughs> like, what are you soaking in? A bath. So it's bath stuff. <laughs> it's, I, I'm not going to give it to her. I'll, I'll let you. I'll, here's, the, here's the commercial. You're soaking in it. You're soaking in it. Paul, Paul Mollov. That was a detergent. Oh, like no, we, yeah. This detergent. You yes. used to do manicures with it. Yes. yes. All right. So Cricket gets the point there. All right. Here we go, Rishi. Commercial tagline edition of Millennial Match Game with Millennial Randy. Uh, the tagline is, the choice of a new generation. The choice of a new generation. Randy is a new generation as a millennial. Will she know what product that was for? Uh, I'm going to say no on this one. All right. Choice of a new generation, Randy. Who came up with these taglines, first of all, okay? The choice of a new generation, like... Did you ever see the show Mad Men? Never. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. They no. came up with the taglines. All right. <laughs> the choice of a new generation. What product is that? Um, this is 80, so electronics wasn't big then. Um, it got something that you eat. Yeah. Okay. Um, the choice. Of a new generation. Oh, some kind of candy. <laughs> the choice of a new generation. Pepsi. Pepsi, the choice of a new oh generation. Yes. Rishi gets the point. You're excusing Atlanta not knowing the Pepsi tagline. All right, Cricket, here we go. The commercial tagline. This is a famous one. If I had to guess, I guess Randy would get this. Not to influence your vote, but the tagline is, the other white meat. Taste what's next. Oh, yeah. You oh, say, yeah. You say yes. Randy's blushing. <laughs> Randy, the, the other white meat. Taste what's next. Okay. What um, product was that the tagline the for? The other white meat. Yeah. Okay, so clearly we're not talking about chicken breast. Correct. Maybe it's a turkey, like a turkey commercial, because that's like another white meat. Let's see. Turkey. The other white meat. Taste what's next. Pork. Oh, pork. God. Yeah, it's the not other. even white meat. Well, I mean, pork chops can be white. That's why it's the other white meat. Yeah, the other white see, meat. See, this is yeah. a very right. borderline question. All right. Uh, Rishi is up again. Uh, the tagline, this is a little morbid. Kills them dead. Kills them dead. What do you think, Rishi? Will uh, Millennial Randy know what commercial tagline that product is for? I think that gives enough information, so I'm going to say yes. I'm with you on that. Randy looked uh, pretty excited. Kills them dead, Randy. What product is that? Raid. Yes, Raid. House and garden bug killer. It smells good. But it really kills them dead. Does it smell good? I think the smell of Raid is disgusting. <laughs> like that was like from the 50s. Oh, so. God. Like, if I have to, like, if I got a wasp in the house or something and I spray that stuff, it's like, I got to move into a hotel for two days. It stinks. All right, uh, Cricket's <laughs> up. Here we go. Cricket, you need this one to stay in the game. Well, Millennial Randy, Noah Product had the famous tagline of snap, crackle, pop. Say hell yeah. Hell yeah, I agree. Snack, crackle, pop, Randy, what is that? All right, Cricket, hell yeah, this is my favorite <laughs> snack, Rice Krispies. Snap, crackle, and pop. Fantastic. <laughs> Snap, crackle, and pop. That was, one, that was one of my favorite cereals as a kid. Yes. All right, good job. All right, so you get the point, Cricket. Deb Green, after two rounds of Millennial Match Game, what's the score, my friend? We are all tied up at 3-3. Three, 3-3, three. Three three. holy smokes. Oh, all right. Oh, right. cross your fingers, Cricket. Rishi, hang in there. Yeah. We're going to come right back, finish up Millennial, millennial Match Game with Millennial Randy. Randy in studio. I'm going to go post that face uh, picture of Randy on my Instagram account. It's at Mark Aram, M-A-R-K-A-R-U-M. This is the Mark Aram Show on 95.5 WSB.
Final segment of Millennial Match Game. What's the score, Deb Green? All right, it is 3-3, and it's Cricket's turn. Cricket's turn. Millennial Match Game brought to you by Europeans, uh, Rocco's European Garage. All right, Cricket, here we go. The tagline is, like a good neighbor. ba 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 Yes. You say she'll know Randy like a good neighbor. Stay Farm is here. Or there. Let me play some audio there, uh, Jason Byers. There. One more time. One more time. Like a good neighbor. Miss there. All right. Uh, here we go, Rishi. The tagline is, how many licks does it take to get to the center? How many licks does it take to get to the center? Well, Millennial Randy, know what product that was? Yeah. You say yes, Randy. I thought this was a family-friendly show, It is show a family fr- How many licks? Tootsie Roll! You've got, what? Uh, yeah, we'll give you t- Tootsie, Tootsie, Tootsie Roll Pop. Tootsie Pop. How many licks does it take to get to the one, front <laughs> We never could find out. The owl ate it. All right, last one, Cricket. Let your fingers do the walking. Well, Randy, you know what commercial tagline that is. Let your fingers do the walking. Oh, my. Um, I'm going to go yes. You say yes. Let your fingers do the walking, Randy. Any idea? Mm, like a Walkman? Yes, like a Walkman. But no. I thought it was my answer. <laughs> the Yellow Pages. Let your oh, my God. Do I don't think Randy's ever yeah, had to uh, use yeah, a Yellow Page. Actually, I was for Yellow Pages. Final score. <laughs> final score, Dev Green. Uh, we've got Rishi for Cricket Four. So but we got a tie, so we got yeah. pri- we got prizes for both of you. We do. You guys are both going to go check out Star Wars: The Music of John Williams at Atlanta Symphony Orchestra, or this uh, this Saturday, the twenty eighth. There you go. Congratulations! Thanks for listening. Thanks for playing to Cricket and Rishi. As always, thanks to Randy. You can check her out on my Instagram feed at Mark Aram. We'll be right back. This is the Mark Aram Show. Andy Cohen, you're listening to The Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to the program. 640, 20 in front of 7, 88 degrees on Peachtree Street. Despite that fact, low T, Chuck, only a 6.5 of the Mark Aram Show back sweat meter today. I wasn't very uh, bad. I wasn't very soupy coming in. Still to come on the show, Johnny Kilboss with a fast review, and I am going to try peanuts and Coca-Cola for the first time. Uh, Chuck, have you ever had peanuts and coke for the first? Have you ever had? Do it? I look like a guy that's had peanuts and coke? No, no. You had uh, you had bull testicles I fried. Had bull testicles. You had Rocky Mountain oysters, and yes, you love sir. them. Uh, so we'll do that. Uh, but obviously, it's a big breaking news day today. With the uh, the latest breaking news, the whistleblower report was turned over to the congressional committees. Uh, closed doors, still classified, but they uh, unclassified or declassified. The phone call between the president of the United States, Donald Trump, and the president of uh, Ukraine. Now, my take on this is I've been following this all day. Here's the deal. If you love President Trump, this is this is nothing. There's nothing going on. If you hate President Trump, this is a huge deal. So that's it. There's there's no one. No one read this transcript and said, oh, I'm changing my mind on this. It, it's just it, no minds have been changed. That being said, if you're in your car right now, you're probably hard at work. You didn't get a chance to read the transcript. So we're going to we're gonna act it out here like an old radio play here on the Mark Aram Show. Joining us from the uh, Von Hessler Doctrine, the man of a thousand voices, Tim Andrews. How are you, Tim? I'm fine. How are you? Thanks for doing working overtime to do your President Trump here. My pleasure. So you're going to be President Trump, and I'm going to be uh, President Zelensky. And I, I am a horrible accent guy so i'm just prefacing it this is not what the real president of ukraine sounds like do your like. best i will do my best all right ring ring 
Congratulations on a great victory. We all watched from the United States, and you did a terrific job. The way you came from behind, uh, somebody who wasn't given much of a chance, and you ended up winning easily. It's fantastic. A great achievement. Congratulations. You are absolutely right, Mr. President. We did win big, and we worked hard for this. We worked a lot, but I'd like to confess to you that I had an opportunity to learn from you. We used quite a few of your skills and knowledge. You were able to use it as an example for our elections. And yes, it is true that these were unique elections. We were in unique situation that we were able to achieve a unique success. I love the word unique, apparently. I am able to tell you the following. The first time you called me to congratulate me when I won my presidential election. And the second time you are now calling when me and my party won the parliamentary election. I think I should run more often so you could call me more often. <laughs> and we can talk on the phone <laughs> well, more often. that is a great idea. I think your country is very happy about that. Well, yes, to tell you the truth, we are trying to work hard because we want to drain the swamp here in our own country. We brought in many new people, not the old politicians, not the typical politicians like Sleepy Joe. I added that part. He didn't call him Sleepy Joe. Uh, we, we're not low energy <laughs> jab. Low energy jab because we want to have a new format and a new type of government you are a great teacher for us and in that well it's a very nice of you to say that i will say that we do a lot for ukraine <laughs> we spend a lot of uh, we spend a lot of effort and a lot of time really much more than the european countries are doing and they should be helping you more than they are germany does almost nothing for you all they do is talk and when i think it's something that you should really ask them about uh when i was speaking to Angela Merkel. She talks Ukraine, but she doesn't do anything. A lot of the European countries are the same way. So I think it's something you want to look into. Uh, but the United States has always been very, very good to Ukraine. I wouldn't say that it's reciprocal necessarily because things are happening that are not good. But the United States has been very, very good to Ukraine. Yes, yes, you are absolutely right. Not only 100%, but actually 1000%. And I can tell you the following. I did talk to Angela Merkel, and I did meet with her. I also met and talked with Macron, and I told them they are not doing quite as much as they need to be doing on the issues with the sanctions. They're not enforcing these sanctions. They are not working as much as they should for Ukraine. It turns out, even though logically the European Union should be our biggest partner, but technically the United States is a much bigger partner than the European Union, and I'm very grateful for you for that, because the United States is doing quite a lot for Ukraine. Mr. President, hang on. I've got call waiting. Doug Turber wants to do traffic. I'll be right back. Okay. Atlantis News and Talk. Bad news. Uh, President Trump hung up during the break. He didn't want to wait through uh, the traffic and the commercials. I, I apologize. I, my throat was getting tired of being uh, the uh, President Zelensky role. All right. So here's the key. Back to being a little serious. Semi-serious. Quasi-serious. Um... We're hearing from some GOP senators that have seen the whistleblower report now. Uh, Romney, Sass, and who was the third one? Toomey? Is that, a, is, that a, is that a real name? Or am I making that up? They say troubling. Uh, they're not happy with what they saw in the whistleblower report. All I'm saying is let's just chill out and wait and see what. Let the process go. No reason to get up in arms. Nothing's going to happen right away. Let's get the facts in. Let's get whatever. Uh, and no one's going to change their mind. If you're pro-Trump, you're pro-Trump. If you hate Trump, you hate Trump. None of none of this is going to change your mind on that. That being said, the uh, the unclassified, declassified phone conversation. By the way, Chuck, uh, excuse me, Charles Thomas from The Revenant 
joins us in studio. Uh, this is a memorandum of the telephone conversation, not a verbatim transcript. So this is what the people listening on remembered. So it's not word for word and, and everything that was in the phone call is not in here. I just want to preface this by saying that the big thing that's that's catching the Democrats eye is the president asking him, asking the other president of Ukraine to do us a favor. That's the thing he wanted. He wanted a favor. And whether that's nefarious or not, whether if that's pressure or not, whatever, that's not for me to decide. But I want to, what I want to talk about and personalize this a little bit. What's the biggest favor you've ever been asked to do? Or what is the biggest favor you've ever asked someone? Think about that. What's the biggest favor you've ever been asked to do? And what is the biggest favor you've ever asked somebody? So one of the biggest favors someone asked for me, I talked about this the other day. My buddy and his wife split years ago and he needed a place to stay. And he crashed with me for three months. My ex was not happy <laughs> after three months. That was a pretty big favor. I mean, I was happy to do it. I would do it like Chuck when your wife eventually kicks you to the curb. <laughs> you are more than welcome to stay I at my place. Uh, so what's the biggest favor you've ever been asked to do? And what's the favor, uh, biggest favor that you've asked someone? And I think the key to the whole this, this whole Ukraine thing is going to be the whistleblower. Like, the transcript is what it is. You know, you take it or leave it. But if there is any there there, it might be the whistleblower report. Have you ever blown the whistle on someone? Have you ever been a tattletale, I guess, would be an easier way to say it. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. You bananas think about that, and we'll open up the phone lines for the folks. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Devin joins us in Atlanta. Devin, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, how are you? Hey, Devin, what's going on? Well, I, I just think it's uh, it's so ridiculous how they're trying to pigeonhole Trump into another fake conspiracy and trying to get him on something because it's just something else that's going to blow up in their face. Just same old movie, same old thing, and he's just making mincemeat out of him. Mincemeat. He's, cr- he's popping him in the jaw. So you're, you're, uh, you're a big Trump guy, and you were not changed by the uh, release of the uh, uh, telephone Absolutely script. Absolutely not. I mean, right. it's just complete fake news. He's Are running you... circles around these people. Well, they I mean, no, it's, it's not fake news. I mean, this was released. This is this is real news. It was yeah, released. So we have asking it. Asking somebody from a different government for a favor for nothing in return is not illegal. All right. So your mind was not changed at all? No. All right. Are you worried at all about the full whistleblower report? Absolutely not. He's going to make mincemeat I mean, of that I, guy, too. I need to be more worried about a quid pro quo investigation in Trump. Yeah. I mean, this is just fake news. Hey, well, I mean, it's, it's, it's not fake news. news. Stop fake saying fake news. Stop. This is real news. This is news. I'm holding it. It's paper. It's 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 real news. It's real news. Let's lose the fake news thing. This is real. This was released to the government. This is a, a document that was declassified. That's real. Um. Yeah. Uh, I listen. As far as Biden goes, I say investigate everybody. If you think Biden did something bad, investigate him. If you think the president did something bad, investigate him. I have no problem with either of that. Uh, Rick's in Brazelton. Rick, welcome to the show. Mark, it's boiled peanuts and Coke. Yes, we're going to have some next uh, after news. Oh, I tried calling yesterday. Couldn't oh. get through. So oh, you're, wait, 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 wait. You're saying it's boiled peanuts, not regular peanuts. No, not not regular peanut. It's boiled peanuts and a glass can of Coke. Someone told us yesterday it wasn't boiled peanuts. Yeah, I've heard. Uh, oh, well, they're wrong. All right. Well, uh, first of all, I'm not eating boiled peanuts, exactly. Jason, as we go to break. Um, I'm going to eat the regular peanuts because I will not eat boiled peanuts. I've, I've tried them many times. I'm not a fan. When we come back, we'll do more of your calls and peanuts and Coke. 
live on the Mark Aram Show. Uh, have you ever been a whistleblower? And what's the biggest favor you've been asked or you've asked someone to do? 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. This is the Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to the show. To go to Wednesday Eve to you. Mark Aram here. You there at 707, seven minutes after seven o'clock. This is the Mark Aram Show. Heard Monday through Friday. 6 to 8 p.m. on 95.5 WSB. Three-fourths of my family's here tonight. Deborah Green produces the show. My adopted son, Jason Byers, on the other side of the takeout window. Low T. Chuck screens your calls. Still to come, we're going to hear from Johnny Kilboss with a fast review. I'm going to drink a Coke with peanuts in it for the first time ever. And, Deb Green, we're going to talk about uh, Party in the Kitchen. A big uh, food event tomorrow night oh, going on be here exciting. in the ATL. I'm very excited about that. Taking your calls now, though, obviously the big breaking news, the uh, the phone transcript was released today of President Trump and the president of, not Zaire, Ukraine. Ukraine. And now the whistleblower report has been given to the congressional uh, committees to to go over. It's still classified, so we don't know any about that. Um, if, if you, again, as the phone calls can tell, if you support President Trump, this doesn't change your mind. If you don't like President Trump, this doesn't change your mind. Uh, but we'll just see. Let's just let this play out. Let's just let this play out and see what happens. But uh, what I want to talk about in regards to this is, uh, have you ever been a whistleblower? And uh, the big line in the phone conversation was President Trump asking a favor of the president of Ukraine. What's the biggest favor you've ever been asked? And what's the biggest favor you've ever asked someone? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Rhonda joins us on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Rhonda. Hey, Mark. How are you? Excellent. What's going on? Oh, I'm just trying to drive my way through Atlanta. Be safe Tried to call last night. Yeah, tried to to call last night and got bumped. Um, When you do the peanuts and Coke, you need to make sure that you take small sips and don't put them in. Um, right before you do it, let them soak for a oh, little while okay. because it'll it'll bubble and it'll choke you. So should I drink some of the Coke first to empty the bottle a little bit and then put the peanuts in? I, w- I would, yeah. All right. There we go, Deb. Yeah, we, our, we, we got some inside um, scoop. We're going to Facebook Live this, by the way. Okay. Did Did you ever watch Laverne and Shirley? Love Laverne and Shirley. Did you ever try Pepsi and milk? Hell no. Not a chance in heck. No, 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 no. That does... I used to drink that. Yeah. I, I will yeah. not drink Pepsi and milk. I will not drink beer and tomato juice. I will not eat green eggs and ham. Sam, I am. Thank you, Rhonda, for the call. Sharon joins us in coming. Sharon, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Excellent. What's going on? Uh, I had blown the whistle Um is just over a year ago at work. Oh, what did you do? So I'm an assistant of sorts, and and my supervisor at the time was sending out some um, ridiculous letters, we'll just say, and they kind of went over my head for a while, and then eventually, you know, one thing led to another, and I kind of put two and two together that it wasn't right. Like, what do you mean ridiculous? Like emails? Uh, well, I guess we can call them phishing letters. Oh, fishing for dates kind of thing? <laughs> that would have been okay, but yeah. no, more like um, trying to sell something that doesn't exist. Hmm. All right, I'm confused. Yeah. So what? So you you uh, you blew the whistle. What what happened? Well, I brought it to a supervisor, and I ended up having a a big meeting with a bunch of head honchos at my company, and. 
I guess I gained a little bit of status from that because it kind of showed my loyalty for the company as opposed to my friendship with my supervisor. What what happened to the supervisor? Uh, let's just say he's not there anymore. Oh, all right. So there you go. So a successful whistleblower was uh, Sharon and Cumming. Good job, buddy. Mike's in Conyers. Mike, welcome to the program. Hey, Mark. Enjoy your program. A couple of things. Number one is I think my the worst favor I've been asked to do just occurred about 30 minutes ago at my age. She wanted me to drive her down to the air, my daughter-in-law down to the airport at oh, four no, no. This, this morning. No, but no, my no. comment was this. Well, hold on. Uh, let, me, let, me, let me interrupt you real quick, Mike. That's, okay. why, that's why we have Uber now. Like, you should never have to drive anyone or pick anyone up from the airport. You say, take an Uber. That's the best part about Uber. Well, this will save my son and his wife a little money. And, All right, fair um, enough. And then, then maybe they'll owe me. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, one comment I had on the fake news thing is this. I agree that the uh, report itself is not fake. But if you heard the presentation of the reporting from these uh, uh CNN and MSNBC, even according to Eric Erickson, they were lying. They they talk like his asking for a favor immediately preceded the discussion about Joe Biden's son, and that's not true. There was over 576 words between that, and this favor comment was in the context of the Ukraine, what happened in the Ukraine relative to the election uh, attempts at uh, manipulating the presidential election, and that was what this uh, was pertaining to. I understood, yeah. Just... Point well taken. Yeah. So so here's, mm-hmm. again, I've been suggesting this for years, uh, Mike. Mm-hmm. When it comes to when it comes to news coverage, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you drop off because we're getting a little feedback. F- think and follow what news reporters are reporting, not the talking heads. And this, this is, goes for CNN, MSNBC, or Fox News. Don't worry, you know, whatever the pundits are saying, the people that aren't journalists, that that's just fodder. They have there's no repercussions if if they're not telling the truth. But if you have a reporter out in front of the White House, that that's journalism, not a guy who used to be in the Obama administration and is chiming in, or not a guy that used to be in the Bush administration is an insight. They're they're giving opinions. They're not giving facts. So listen to reporters. Take what they have to say as as actual reporting, and and the people you see on the panels. Like, oh, political operative, Johnny Franken nuts. Like, don't, I don't know where that came from. He's he's not a reporter. He has, there's no culpability if he's not telling you the truth. Reporters have to, uh, to the best of their ability, report the facts and tell the truth. So that's my suggestion for any news story. Listen to reporters. Listen to Jamie Dupree's of the world. They're going to give it to you the way uh, it happened. They're not going to give your opinion on what happened. They're going to tell you what happened. Austin's in Marietta. Austin, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Mark Aram. What up, buddy? I got one thing to say to you. You're fake news for not liking boiled peanuts. I just, I I, I can't do it. I've I've liked everything else. Everything else in the Southern cuisine, I'm on board. Fried green tomatoes, pimento cheese, Duke's mayo. I mean, everything. I just, the texture of the boiled peanuts just can't do it. Nothing will change my mind. Fake news. I bet Johnny Kielbasa will back me up. You know what? It's Fair Johnny, enough. Johnny Frankenuts. Johnny Frankenuts will back me up, too. I promise you. They're wonderful and beautiful, as our president would say. They're the best. I, I, that I can tell you. You know what? I'm Royal gonna, peanuts. I give you this promise, Austin. I will try them again. I haven't tried them in All like right. five years. But, you know, I've got a new burner name for my Twitter account, Johnny Frankenuts. 
That's that's my new burner account. That's on a solid yeah. nickname. Tom's in Canton, Georgia. Tommy boy, welcome to the show. How are you? Thank you, thank you. Doing great. Yeah. Excellent. What's going on? I um, made a comment a few minutes ago that got my attention. Okay. Right after I made uh, management with Penske, I got transferred to a quote-unquote problem store that was having problems with their inventory on batteries and tires coming up short. I don't know. I, I got to noticing. It seemed like one individual always volunteered to take them out to close the business and throw them in the cage. What? I, well, what it was, he was uh, working at, part-time at a shop when he wasn't working with Penske. And uh, he was taking the old tires, which if we had the option. We could take them if they were fair or just toss them in a cage. And what he was doing, he was swapping the used tires for the new ones, taking the new ones back to the shop. And... Uh, Management met with me one day and asked me what I thought. And I said, well, that's the easy answer. I said, just pull a video and you'll get your answers. Oh, so you blew the whistle on the guy stealing the tires. Right. Were you, were you rewarded was, for your uh, for your actions? $2 an hour. I thought that was fine back in 96. Heck yeah, that's fine right now. Never mind 96. I deal with it in a moment. But I mean, I knew he was a good guy, but I just joking because I knew that was the only answer. But I really didn't have any suspicions yeah i don't i'm trying to think if i ever blew the whistle on anybody i mean i would i wouldn't i mean if if i saw something going down jason like if you were stealing stuff out of longoria's locker i would i would whistle blow you i'd keep a close eye on me yeah yeah Debbie, you ever blown the whistle on anybody? I'm sure I've narked on my brother a million times. <laughs> that, that's different. That's that is... all I can think of. Nothing really terrible. I try to stay out of other people's business just yeah. in case they find out something about me. Understood. Yeah. You, you want to keep your... I, I've noticed that around the station. You keep your head <laughs> down. Uh, Russ joins us in uh, Gainesville. Russ, come here a minute. I want to talk to Russ, you. how was your trip to the prison yesterday to see Mackenzie? It was good, except on about uh, ten o'clock when I wanted to go home. Yeah, I could I couldn't get a ride. They didn't now, arrest like, you. Oh my god, I'm gonna have to get a hotel room in this dumb town or something. But it it went on and on and on like twenty minutes, and finally it said driver available. So I guess it keeps searching till you find one. That was Lyft. I've never used it before. Oh, but you but got I was very. Yeah, I was very pleased with the way there, but when I went to go home, like I said, it took like an hour to get with a driver. Oh wow, that's uh, how's Mackenzie yeah. holding up behind bars? She's okay. She was she was laughing and everything. I mean, she's only been in there a week, and uh, <laughs> only a week. That seems like well, a long time you know, to me, I mean, Russ. Not like, well, there's some girls that were in there with her. It's been in there, you know, like a long time. Yeah. Any and, uh, uh, any future dates that you saw in the uh, prison? <laughs> no, there were some girls. I tried to take pictures of them behind her, but they were go <laughs> they were walking so fast I couldn't get their pictures. But uh, understood. Um, well, you know, Chuck, did you get the the pictures by the way that I forwarded? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I got them. McKenzie. So Russ sent his. Are you allowed to take pictures in jail? Yeah, she told me she said take my pictures. All right. So we took a bunch of pictures. It was funny. She seemed happy. I was going to say, yeah, she seemed like she's in good spirits. Well, she she's supposed to get out Thursday, so it's not that big a deal. I called her dad when I left. I never talked to him before. We talked like two hours wow. on the phone. So he was pretty cool, yeah. Does he want you, you to make an honest, school together? An, an honest woman over? Hey, you know, it's like he didn't mind me being with his daughter. I kind of like that. It was yeah. pretty cool. He, uh, he pretty liked cool. me. So. It reminds yeah. me, so... Um, Tom Jones, we all we know Tom Jones from Channel Two, right? He's doing this uh, thing on prisons, and Chuck, it's amazing in the uh, in the prison centers here in Metro Atlanta. People go to jail 
sometimes for a vacation. Like people get our our um, what? Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Like people, their their bills are piling up. They they don't want. They just don't want to deal with life. So they'll get arrested so they can go to jail and not do anything. Get get three meals. Get a place to sleep. Watch TV. Don't they still have to pay the bill when they come out. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but it's like that's a thing. That's that's part of the jail overcrowding is people just wanting to escape from life for a little bit. What? Yeah, it's crazy. There's right. another there's another thing an aspect in there. Is jail different than what I think it is in my head? <laughs> exactly. Then? Because, I don't know. I'm but, with you on not wanting to go to jail. Is this but, the Felicity Huffman jail that they're going no, to? No. Well, apparently, if you go, and this is for you, Russ. Listen up. If you if you want to <laughs> if you get arrested in Metro Atlanta, apparently, according to Tom Jones reporting, Gwinnett is like the Four Seasons of of jails. So that's where you want to get arrested. Okay. It's it's like very good. good All right, Russ. Always a pleasure, buddy. Yeah. There's other ones. I think it was uh, Clayton County. You don't want to get arrested in Clayton County. But the Gwinnett Jail is like uh, Shangri-La. Have you ever blown the whistle? Were you ever a whistleblower? And what's the biggest favor you've ever asked someone to do? Or have you been asked? 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to the show. 86 degrees. You know what's going to be nice? A nice cold Coke with peanuts. We're going to do that after uh, the news at the top of the hour. Bottom of the hour. After 7.30 is what I'm trying to say. Charlie's in Gainesville. Charlie, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey. What up, uh, Charlie? One, one thing that you need to try that I love is a mayonnaise and peanut butter sandwich. I'll do peanut butter and banana if you force me to, but I can't put the mayo on there, my friend. Right. Okay, you were asking about the biggest favor I was ever asked. Yeah. When, when I was in the military, a buddy of mine was consuming massive amounts of adult beverages, mm-hmm. and he woke up the next morning with, I'm not going to say that the young lady was not pretty, but she had to go trick-or-treating by telephone. Oh, oh. So what happened? Well, he asked me. I I found out about it, and he asked me not to say anything to anybody. Oh, yeah, we've all been there, done that, my friend. Yeah. Yeah. And the one that that I asked him not to say anything about was I was with him, and I woke up with her girlfriend. And she was in the same category, so we've never said anything about anything so about a, it at a, all. A Piccadilly Two is what you're saying. That uh, a Piccadilly Two, ladies and gentlemen. Chris in Lawrenceville. Chris, welcome to the program. Hey, Mark. Uh, loved love that uh, dramatic reading of the uh, Tim Andrews is special, isn't he? He's fantastic. I mean, the Democrats tried it with the Mueller report, and it was a big failure. They but, they needed uh, to hire me and Tim. Well, you guys, I think I think you ought to make that a regular thing. There we go. Reporting a news. <laughs> let me let me give with, you a little uh, bit more you know, of my president. Of my character. little little more of my president Zelensky. This is at the end of the conversation. <laughs> uh, thank you but, very much, Mister President. Thank you, President. Bye bye. He says bye bye <laughs> at the end. That's <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> yes. But uh, what I wanted to say was uh, real quick. Um, uh, I, I I agree with you. This is not fake news. But I will. I, I do believe this is artificial news in terms of. I think the Democrats are totally scared, poopless, about this uh, Horowitz IG report that's coming out about the FISA investigation, as well as the Durham uh, possibly but, prosecutor but report. I understand, and, and there's there's a lot of that, and I think it's going to be some bad news. I, I think that you know if there's something there with the Biden and his son, investigate that. I'm I'm all for that. Uh, but this, I mean, this is news. We had to cover this. This was a a transcript. This has never happened before. A transcript released from the the president to another president. This is, this is real news. 
how it's covered might be a little questionable. When we come back, Johnny Kilbasa and Peanuts and Coke. This is the Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to the show. 736, 24 in front of 8. Mark Aram and the bananas at your beck and call till 8 in the p.m. Straight ahead, Johnny Kilbasa will join us with a fast food review. Don't forget, you can listen to the Mark Aram Show once you get home via Amazon Alexa, the WSB radio app, and the Mark Aram Show podcast is posted at about 8.05 p.m. every night. Listen on iTunes or WSBradio.com. All right, so yesterday on the show, Deb Green found us a story out of USA Today, the most unique foods for every state. In Connecticut, it was steamed cheeseburgers. In Montana, it was... Rocky Mountain Oysters. Rocky Mountain Oysters, which Chuck said he enjoys They're very delicious. much so. When was the last time you had a Rocky Mountain Oyster? Mm, not this summer, but last Back summer. in Montana. Yes. You can't, that's not something you can get in no, it's not Midtown Atlanta. Or no, 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 no. no. Uh, I wouldn't eat them if someone's offering. And uh, Deb Green in Wisconsin, the cheese curds. Cheese curds. Uh, but in, in Georgia, the most uh, unique food combination was peanuts and Coca-Cola. And I've always heard of this, but I've never tried it. So Deb Green, the best producer on the planet, got us six bottles of Coca-Cola, like the good glass bottles, and a jar of peanuts. A can of nuts is basically what we're doing here. So, uh, Chuck, you have a bottle opener. Open up some cans of Coke. You and me are going to try it. Deb, are you going to do it? Yes, Deb is going to put something in her mouth. <laughs> that's that's a for I've never seen you put anything in your mouth. Oh, just the banana on uh, Instagram. Exactly. There's yeah. a video of that. All right. So actually, uh, Randy, if you don't mind, bring me one of the cokes over there. The open one. The open one. It's cold. They were in the fridge before yeah. the show. It was cold. It's coldish. Because I'm gonna have a little sip of the Coca-Cola just to uh, give me a little room, and I'm thirsty. Ah, nothing good beats a good Coca-Cola. God bless. Well, it's supposed to be. These are so small. All right, so go get go get the the nuts from Chuck, Randy. <laughs> this is. Well, actually, you guys put it in first. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch you guys do it. And apparently, Did we find out how many we're supposed to we'll put fill in. it up. They said as many as will fit in, but it's gonna fizz up a little bit. As many as will fit in. That's what I've been told. Oh. From uh, from the southern experts. All right, better so, give it some more room. Yeah, give it a little more room, Deb, because they're gonna apparently gonna fizz up. Let me see. Get in there, Randy. Get in tight on Chuck's nuts. All right. Now, these are just regular salted peanuts, right? These, There's nothing. They're shelled. They're regular salted shelled from uh, Kroger. Okay. Um, this is so weird. All right. Chuck is filling his... How many nuts you got in there, Chuck? About 25? Know. Yeah. Keep, put a little more in there. All right. Now, I don't know. Jason, you're from Georgia. Are we supposed to eat the nuts as well or just drink the Coke? What, or is I you... think you eat them as they come out and into your mouth. I think all of us are going <laughs> to choke on the just... air right now. You don't save the nuts for like the end of the Coke and then you chew them? Mm, probably not. All right, Chuck. Uh, all right, Deb's putting her nuts in. I guess we'll all do it the same the same time. Yeah. Uh, Randy Pants is bringing her nuts over to me. All right. Um, I love how Deb Breen gets uh, Kroger brand and not the uh, name brand. Hey, they're the closest <laughs> to the to my house. No, I'm just saying I like that. You're saving the uh, you know the Mark Amshow budget isn't what it used to be. It's forty cents more delicious. <laughs> All right, I'm just putting a handful of these nuts in there. If anyone on Facebook is uh, chiming in, Randy, is that enough nuts? Yeah, they're just saying it needs to be frosted. It's not going to be the same. All you right. people need to calm say, down. Oh, I know. So proud of you. <laughs> All right, here we go. So I got nuts in my Coke. Um, I've got, I don't know, I would say 40 nuts in there. Are right, you ready to do this, guys? First time ever. Do we have a drum roll? It's going to take Jason nine, it's take nine minutes. five minutes to find it. I like how Randy's just eating the nuts. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Jason's got it. 
Alright, here we go. For the first time ever, the three of us. Coke and nuts. Alright. Nuts went right in my mouth. Like a handful of them. It's not bad. Deb Green is pouring stuff out right now. You did not like that? No, it was fizzing it up was over fizzing and up. I didn't oh. want to spill it. I'm not going to lie. It's not bad. It's just it's a little salty. That's all. Like if you eat salty yeah. snacks and then have a Coke. Do yeah. you know what it tastes like? Nuts in a Coke. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's not bad. I thought it would be worse. I don't appreciate that. I feel like I'm swallowing large pills every time I catch a, yeah. you know, when a nut makes it in my mouth. But I think I think I should let it soak a little longer. Let the note, the nuts marinate a little bit in the coke but yeah i want to know wh- how this actually became a thing i wouldn't do this on purpose who was the first yeah exactly did some guy just drop a bunch of that's nuts what happened and he's like oh screw it it's my last coke i gotta drink it it's like so good i love it it's my favorite snack yeah that's all right i don't get i don't get why it's a thing yeah but it's not bad no i i i mean i probably won't do this at home but uh because i love coke so much like, I don't think you can improve on a Coca-Cola. It's Not originated really. in the 20s when uh, peanut workers had dirty hands, so they put it in their Coke so they could enjoy a snack and a drink at the same time. Look at Deb Green bringing wow. the facts. Did you hear that? That's Thanks, unbelievable. Um, <laughs> I just, I mean, this the sponsorship of the Mark Aram Show brought to you by Coca-Cola, Atlanta's favorite son. Um, I just don't, I wouldn't, there's no reason to add anything to a Coke. Maybe cherry Coke, but. Or a scoop of vanilla. A scoop of vanilla is nice. Yeah, a little Coke float. Officially the, the, a southerner, they say. Mm. At least it's not boiled peanuts. I wouldn't have done this. Yeah, no, oh, no way. Boiled. I'd rather bo- eat gefilte fish. I would fish. not buy boiled I would peanuts. rather yeah. do gefilte fish. All right, thank you, Facebook. Uh, if you're listening in your car, the video of us doing it, say goodbye, Randy, uh, is, is now on my Facebook page, Mark Aram WSB. Uh, let's do a Johnny Kilbasa with a fast food review. And now, on the Mark Aram Show, it's time for the fast food review. Joining us live on the greasy, salty hotline from parts unknown, height unknown, weight, ooh, uh, we do not want to know, Johnny Kilbasa and the ever so popular Fast Food Review. How you doing, Jonathan? I'm doing great, Mark Aram. I always go great with a glass bottle full of Coke because I'm wrapped in bacon. I'm here for the take and I'm covered with cheese and I aim to please, Mark. My man, what's on the menu tonight, Captain? Breaking news tonight, Mark. Oh, oh, Jason, breaking news sounder, por favor. I'm so used to talking Spanish, so I'm worried. Where is Hector? Where is Hector? What's the breaking news, Johnny K? All sorts of changes to the Taco Bell menu, if you haven't noticed already, Atlanta. Taco Bell's been surging over the last couple years. They're more popular than ever, and they're deciding to innovate from a place of strength. So they're cleaning up their menu a bit. They're focusing on saving you 10 to 15 seconds in the drive-thru so you don't have to look at that many things when you pull up there. So they're making the menu a little bit simpler by getting rid of stuff. You know how they are. They'll probably bring both, most of it back. But beefy mini quesadilla, kiss it goodbye, chips and salsa, bye, double-decker taco, bye. Cool Ranch Doritos and the fiery Doritos shells are gone, but they're keeping the regular Doritos. So put that one in your notebook. Double tostada. Power menu burrito, grilled stuff burrito, those are all going away. So, And the nacho fries, which come and go every once in a while, according to the potato supply that they've got, are gone for now. But I'm sure they'll be back 
soon enough, and they also have got a couple new things. So there you go. Yeah, so I went there. What day was it? I went to Taco Bell, and I just wanted a snack. I didn't want a full-fledged meal. And when I want a snack, I get one of those grilled potato rollers because they're delicious. Potato, cheese, and sour cream and a tortilla. And it's like it fills me up, blah, blah, blah. And I went to the menu, and the menu was changed, as Johnny said, and I couldn't find, and I freaked out. I panicked. I was like, uh, give me number seven. <laughs> you know, I did. No. Because usually, I mean, the Taco Bell menu is so extensive that it's, it's it can be daunting. So are those menus off the item, or they're just off that menu at the drive-thru? No, they're not hiding them from you. They're off the menu. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So what, what did you say, Jason? So what's off the menu? I went uh, last week and tried to get a double-decker taco, and they're like, nope, can't do it. That actually hurts me because that's my favorite. I've never even the had menu. the double-decker taco. It's delicious. Yeah, even though it's... they have all the stuff they could make. <laughs> that's like Jason says. Just you, make me one. You sure it's not the upper-decker taco? <laughs> Is that what you're ordering? It's the double-decker. Mm, double-decker. So the, the p- rolled potato grill or whatever thing, that's gone now. It is. Damn. And your power menu burrito is gone as well. I know you like to get one of those power menu burritos before you go do your squats every other day. <laughs> I do. But, um, so what we They're see... really pushing the combos uh, for some reason. They want you to order these combos, and you might notice that the price are going up on them a little bit. Well, so, because it's, it's just simpler to do because, um, you know, if, if you go to Burger King or McDonald's or Chick-fil-A, on the drive-thru, you go, number one, all right, seven bucks, come to the window. At Taco Bell, for me, it's like I got to peruse the menu. I'm like, hang on. They're like, order when you're ready. I'm like, all right, it's going to be a minute. So I like clog up the line because I'm like, what do I want? They got new stuff. They got all these things. Now they, they are probably doing this to make the experience faster in the drive-thru, right? Like, So you just order number nine or number two or whatever, and you're on your merry way. Yeah, they, they, they took a page out of McDonald's playbook. They hide the stuff you really want if you're an a la carte artist like I am. Yes. You know, I like to go there and paint a picture with the different things that I want. But they're saying, no, you, if you want to do that, you got to know exactly where they're hidden in 10-point font on the menu. Meanwhile, we're going to shove the number three, the number four at you, <laughs> thinking, oh, yeah, we know that you're going to want a burrito and a hard shell taco instead of, no, no, I want three of these, two of these, one of these. You can do it. You're just going to have to try a little harder. They're going to shove it at you, Deb Green. Um, what about the beef Mexi Melt? Is the Mexi Melt still in there? I, I think that's been gone for a while, actually. No, I, I had one uh, like a couple months ago. Well, that's that was a while ago, Mark. All right, so well, I'm, I'll stop on the way home now. All right, now that makes sense. I thought they were just renovating the Howell Mill Waffle House, but uh, apparently it's they've changed the menu. Johnny, uh, i got a guest in here, so i got to run. We appreciate you as always, and... If the cholesterol is high, baby. So am I. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram and listen to the Sausage Talk Podcast on any pod app or JohnnyKielbasa.com. All things Kielbasa on JohnnyKielbasa.com. Appreciate you, bruh. It's that, bruh. Loyal listeners of the Mark Aram Show know I am an extreme foodie, whether it's fast food or fine dining. That's why I'm really excited to be attending a huge event tomorrow night. Might I say the biggest culinary event of the year. It's Party in the Kitchen, benefiting open hand. Joining us in studio to discuss this, executive chef and uh, I guess just co-founder, co-owner, co-partner of uh, Arnett's Chop Shop, Haven, Valenza, and Vero. It's uh, Chef Stephen Herman. Stephen, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. How are you, buddy? I'm very well. Thank you very much for having me. Can you tell I'm excited about tomorrow night? (laughs) Very much so. This is a big deal. Uh, It is a big deal. It's a a really big uh, gathering of uh, some of Atlanta's greatest chefs. Um, 
and it benefits Open Hand, which does really great work in the community. So it's kind of a win-win for everybody. So basically, folks, if you're not aware about Party in the Kitchen, this is like the creme de la creme. Think of any great restaurant in Atlanta, and their chef will be there providing a dish, right? It's a single dish everyone brings? A single dish that everyone brings. Um, Kevin Rathbun and Jerry Klaskala put together the event and the group of people that are coming. And uh, each chef will provide a, a tasting for the guests. And uh, it's a, a win-win for people to gather on uh, the benefit side and then for all of us chefs to gather and have a little camaraderie with each other. For an example, give me give me an example of what you're bringing tomorrow. What's uh, the dish? Do you know yet? We're doing a chanterelle bisque with local apples Ooh. and pistachio oil. That's fancy. Chanterelle <laughs> bisque. All right, so I'm going uh, tomorrow. Awesome. And I, I usually can't go because I'm on the air, but mm -hmm. luckily tomorrow night I have a short show. Um, what what am I dressing like? What's the dress code for this event? I would say business casual. All right, suit no tie. Yes. That'll work? All right. Works for me. <laughs> uh, Chef Stephen Herman in studio talking about the party in the kitchen, the biggest culinary event of the year tomorrow night, uh, benefiting Open Hand, as you mentioned, doing great work helping to feed folks in, in Metro Atlanta. Absolutely. Uh, where can we find tickets and get all the info and all that stuff online? All the info can be found at partyinthekitchen.org. All right. Partyinthekitchen.org. What's the dish again you're bringing tomorrow? Uh, we're doing a chanterelle, chanterelle bisque with Mercier Orchards apples and pistachio oil. I look forward to it. Chef? Do I, do I call you chef? Sure. I'm chef. I'm Steven. I'm Steve. I'm Hey. Do you make your daughters call you chef? <laughs> <laughs> no? No. All right. Maybe I should, though. I've been watching Top Chef with my girlfriend. And it's like everyone's got everyone calls everyone chef. I yeah. don't know if that was like hard and fast. Um, you know, it's kind of a common adjective that's yeah. run around that, you know, it can be you're chefing, you're chef, you're, <laughs> you know, good or bad is how we respond. Because I felt bad because I was a waiter uh, in an Italian restaurant in New York when I was in college, and I, I never called the chef chef. I called him Carmine. Carmine, where's my Rolatini? Carmine, where's my cal <laughs> I feel bad now. I should call him up. Yeah, see, but see, I'm on the other side of it because I want to call everybody else by their title. Like, if I'm chef, why yeah. are you not server or yeah. manager or cook sommelier. or owner sommelier. sommelier why do i have Frank. to call people by their names <laughs> right. well uh tomorrow night i'm going to call you chef i'll be there at the party in the kitchen folks if you want to join me tickets are available again online partyinthekitchen.org appreciate it buddy thank you very much fully run out of time just enough time to squeeze susan in susan welcome to the show what do you have hey there how you doing excellent what's up Nothing. I was just calling to say uh, about the peanuts and the Coke. Yes, I was always told it was a six and a half ounce bottle of Coke and just a handful of peanuts, and you let it sit for about five minutes. How big were those bottles, Deb Green? They say six to eight fluid ounces. So there, you're right in there. Six to eight? That's weird. <laughs> so, well, I guess it doesn't. No, have no. It it's, exact... I think it's six, eight. Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah. So they are eight ounce bottles, it's and too we much. we crammed them with peanuts. We'll learn. It's a what's a work in progress, Susan. Uh, Johnny Byers. What was my Freddie uh, Franken nuts? What was my name? Johnny Franken nuts? Johnny Franken nuts. Let's do star of the show. <laughs> Johnny Franken. And now, oh, are you guys uh, ready for the Mark Aaron star of the show? Deb Green bought the Coke and the peanuts. She gets a star. Tim Andrews played the president. He gets a star. Uh, one hour show tomorrow, and then Kirby Smart will take over at seven. But we'll still have some fun with little Sanjay. Uh, Randy, you can see Randy on uh, my Instagram page. For Millennial Match Game, it's at Mark Aram. That on Twitter as well. Facebook, Mark Aram WSB. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby.
Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.